And for those of you uh, maybe don't know, a season of epiphany, epiphany is the Greek word for revelation or to be revealed or realization. And so it, each year, much of the church throughout the world celebrates epiphany and its focus is specifically on the life of Jesus and realizing who he is by the way he lived, by the things that he taught, by the things that he did. And so once again, as a church, over these next few weeks, we will be gathered around Jesus, our Lord, our Savior, the one who guides everything that we do. And I've been thinking about it some this week, <clears throat> um, how this meal reveals Jesus to us in surprising ways. One of them, it reveals uh, Jesus' love for us. Not only does this meal gather us together, we all take the same piece of bread, we all drink from the same bit of juice uh, in individual cups. <laughs> um, but we share this meal together. And you know that's just the, the tangible parts of it. I believe that the Holy Spirit is at work in this meal, holding us together in supernatural ways, in miraculous ways, even beyond what we can see. Not only that, but this meal draws us into the presence of Christ. Uh, as covenanters, we believe that this meal, that Jesus is actually present here with us when we share this meal together. And it's hard to put your finger on that exactly what that looks like, but we believe that he is present here when we share this bread and this cup together. But it's also given this meal, he shows us his love for us because it reminds us of the sacrifice that he made. Just the song that we just sang, thank you for your sacrifice. This meal reminds us of Christ, of Jesus' sacrifice for us, that he gave his life for us. And as I was singing, I was reminded of this passage from John. It's actually John, um, the, the upper room, uh, the night before Jesus was betrayed, the night before he was arrested, actually the night that he was arrested, excuse me. And it says, Jesus was talking to his disciples, and he says, as the Father has loved me, so have I loved you. Now remain in my love. If you keep my commands, you will remain in my love, just as I have kept my Father's commands and remain in his love. I have told you this so that my joy may be in you and that your joy may be complete. My command is this, love each other as I have loved you. Greater love has no one than this, to lay down one's life for one's friend. You are my friends if you do what I command. I no longer call you servants because servants do not know their master's business. Instead, I've called you friends. For everything I've learned from my Father, I have made known to you. You did not choose me, but I chose you and appointed you so that you might go and bear fruit, fruit that will last, so that whatever you ask in my name, the Father will give you. This is my command, that you love each other. I'm thinking about as we gather around this meal and what it reveals to us is Jesus' love for us, remembering the sacrifice that he made. But I was also thinking about how this meal, how Jesus takes simple elements like bread and wine, simple, common, everyday things, and fills them with profound meaning and depth. As we talked about already, that they represent Jesus' body and his blood, the blood that he shed for us, that he is actually present here with us. But this meal was actually the communion, the Lord's Supper was actually put on top of the Passover, the meal that Jewish people ate to commemorate their exodus, their freedom from slavery in Egypt. And so in a way, Jesus gathers up all the things, all the, the information, all the history that went behind Passover and puts the Lord's Supper on top of that. In a way, this is a new exodus for us. 
this helps us to commemorate not our exodus from a particular country, but from the bondage of sin, that Jesus set us free from sin. Not only that, but this meal is a new covenant. Jesus talks about it as often as you drink this, this cup is the new covenant in my blood. But the new covenant has begun in Jesus, the Messiah, our Savior, the Anointed One. That God has given us a new way so that no longer is our relationship with God um, dependent on how well we keep laws, but rather dependent on God's grace and his love for us. And this, in a, new, in a way, is not just a new covenant, but also a new family. As I've talked about already, this meal holds us together in supernatural ways. This meal, hopefully this morning, actually hopefully every time we share it, it will remind you that we are children of God. Not only do we have a Father in heaven, but we have brothers and sisters who gather with us every Sunday to worship. This meal reminds us that we are together, that we are family. But it's interesting because this, as I was talking about this simple meal, these simple elements of bread and wine, how God fills them with amazing and profound meaning. But it also uh, makes me think of two of baptism. And that actually, um, today, much of the church around the world is celebrating Jesus' baptism. And we will do that next week. But even that, you think about baptism, essentially dipping someone in water, and how God has filled that with profound meaning, meaning of new life, going under one person and rising up another. How God, how Jesus takes the simple, most humble things and puts a uh, profound meaning in them. Through this meal, we catch a glimpse, maybe a new glimpse, a new understanding of who Jesus is. Beyond just food, beyond just, beyond just bread and small cups of juice, we catch a glimpse of Jesus' character. Even this meal reveals who he is his love for us, and the fact that he is present here with us this morning as we share this meal together. So as we come to this table, this sacred meal, we remember that this is our sacred privilege to share this meal. The words that are spoken, they are familiar. They remind us of the rhythms of our faith. They remind us that we come from a deep tradition, an ancient tradition, a church that is over 2,000 years old. Some of these words are ours. Some of these words are 2,000 years old, but all of them are ours. It's our privilege to celebrate the Lord's Supper. All who trust in Christ and desire his holy life, all who mourn their sin and wish to be delivered from it, all who desire to walk in love with their neighbor, all who crave new life in Christ, who follow the commandments of God and walk in his holy ways, you, you are invited to this meal. Friends, this is a joyful meal for the people of God. In one sense, it is a meal, a mysterious meal that unites us together as the family of God and a meal that nourishes our faith. In another sense, this meal is only a taste. It is only a taste of the heavenly banquet in which all of God's people through time and from around the world will eat in God's presence. Men who will come from the east and from the west and from the north and from the south and they will sit at the Lord's table together. Our Savior invites those who trust in him to share this meal. If this meal is new to you or if you still have questions about who Jesus is, 
and not sure that you want to devote your life to him yet, we invite you to watch. And then afterward, ask us about this meal. Why do we take this meal? What does it mean for us? We would love to share that with you. As we prepare to come to the Lord's table, we reflect on our reason for thankfulness and faith. We reflect on our need for forgiveness and for God's love. Come to this sacred table, not because you must, but because you may. Come not to testify that you are righteous, but that you sincerely love our Lord Jesus Christ and desire to be his true disciples. Come not because you are strong, but because you are weak. Not because you have any claim on the grace of God, but because, but because in your frailty and sin you stand in constant need of God's mercy and his help. Come not to express an opinion, but to seek God's presence and pray for his spirit. Come. Please stand as we profess together what we believe. As we profess with the historic church and the global church. We believe in God the Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth. We believe in Jesus Christ, God's only Son, our Lord, who is conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended to the dead. On the third day, he rose again. He ascended into heaven, is seated at the right hand of God the Father Almighty, and will come again to judge the living and the dead. We believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Universal Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sin, the resurrection of the body, and life everlasting. Amen. The Lord Jesus Christ, on the night that he was betrayed, he took bread, and after he had given thanks, he broke it. He said, this is my body, which is for you. Do this in remembrance of me. Then in the same way, after the supper, he took the cup. And after he had given thanks, he said, this cup is the new covenant in my blood. Do this as often as you drink it, remembering me. For as often as you eat this bread and drink this cup, you proclaim the Lord's death and his resurrection until he comes again. Church family, these are the gifts of God for the people of God. A meal that reveals who Jesus is, the character and his love for us. Please have a seat.